time to get your sip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome Sippers, are you ready for another dope-ass episode of All Tea No Shade Podcast? Where we give you all the tea without the shade We got shade today We got what, sh- we got what today? We got we some, shade. some shade? We got some shade today Oh, TJ said he's want some shade I'm gonna today, I'm going to start sippers. off with um, what happened last night when you and I was playing cards God. Oh my God! I'll leave it at that. We're gonna so, come back uh, to that. We're gonna come back to that. So, sippers, of course, you hear my voice first. So, Miss our Queen Sipper, Miss L, she will be returning here shortly. Don't worry, don't worry. She's coming back yes, soon. Yes, yes. Um, but of course, we have some awesome sit-ins, fill-ins for L, and today we have another guest. Another, we're actually really excited about having this guest with us. Yes, we. Um, we have Niaje. Say hello to the sippers. Hello. Oh my goodness! Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. We're going to get into a dope part of the interview portion. Go ahead. What are you oh, it's a pleasure having you today, really. We, we enjoy having good uh, speakers and guests on here and everything. We're looking forward to having you also. So. Thank you. Peaking your mind, peaking your business, <laughs> seeing what you're all yes, about. I got to um, pick it. <laughs> we do coaching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Whatever. We, got, yeah, we, got, we got a whole round table of coaches today, so it, it should be a great episode. But before we get into all of that, how was your week? First, my week ended uh, pretty good last night when I beat you at cards. So that's so, how you starting uh, off like that? <laughs> we got the shade today, man, because he was bragging so much last night. Like, oh, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I had one, two games in a row of Phase 10. You ever played Phase 10, the RJ? I have not. It's a fun game. It really is. So, uh, you know. I don't really talk a lot of smack that much anymore. I don't wow. know how to keep it, keep it on that. Keep on it. What? Someone's lying right no, now. No, I don't. I just be like, all right, I'm going to show you my ass. Oh, so other than beat my ass, I'll, I'll show you a week. Actually, my week was good. I'm almost finished this class. I'm taking an accelerated course in college for my emergency management degree. And it has been kicking my butt with doing three modules each week. Got to write at least around by almost 1,000, 700,000 words each time you report and stuff. But I love it. But one thing I don't like about it is that it's accelerated, and I yeah, really yeah. want to get a lot more out of the class. So I have one more class to take next semester. I'll make sure I take a regular class so I can get a lot more out of it because when it's accelerated, it's hard to you're, learn, right, you're, up, yeah. you're, right. you're learning, but not as much you really want to retain as you want to. And I want to keep on learning. So great week, man. Great week. Neandre, how was your week? My week was great. It was really, really busy, but productive. So there's a difference between busy and productive. So I'll say my week was productive. Mm-hmm. Productive is good. Yes. Why was it productive? What did you do? <laughs> well, I'm actually launching a new e- e-commerce business. Oh, nice. And yeah. I just hired an assistant recently, so I'm getting way more done than what I was before. So mm. I'm just crushing it. I'm like, let's go. That's awesome. I like that. That's, that's, awesome. that's what people got to do. They got to be ready to jump, man. Just go ahead and do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ask me to? <laughs> Sony IJ. Wow. Wow. No, so my man Jay, how was your week, man? So my week Besides was, last night. My, my week was everything but lit. It was not lit. But it was good nonetheless because I had a short work week. I only worked three days this past week because of the 4th of July holiday. And I took a vacation day as well. So it felt amazing to work only three days. What's your ideal work week in a perfect world? How many days per week do you think you would love to work? 
Ain't no one can answer. Ladies first. <laughs> That's an ideal work week for you. Okay, so my my story, we'll get into my story a little bit, but I typically work from my rooftop. So Ooh. I have this beautiful like That's rooftop pool and I, I'm fully remote, so I work from my laptop. So for me, I pretty much work six days a week, but my work looks very different than yeah. other people's work. So I don't mind working six weeks if I'm at a pool yeah. with this beautiful view mm. and, you know, probably sipping a mimosa. She came in here with a bottle <laughs> of Bellini. Probably, yeah, no. A good wash, I mean, diff, definitely sipping on it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, honestly, I've... I used to work seven days a week yeah. because I'm just like, this is great. But I realized that I have to take at least one day to just rest my brain. Absolutely. Not think because right. I need to recharge. But yeah, t- a typical work week is six days. Mm-hmm. DJ, what's the ideal work week for you? Oh, with my old schedule in the fire department, I enjoy that. Even though, because when you have a job you love and you enjoy, you know, really enjoy doing, you don't mind working. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, two 10-hour day works, two 14-hour night works. We also had four days off every time. And I really love that schedule. But now, uh, being an entrepreneur and really uh, work, uh, actually they call them solopreneurs, mm-hmm. okay, which I do like. Uh, being a solopreneur, I enjoy just uh, maintaining a, a nice, busy schedule to my liking, but also, as you said, taking that time off for yourself. You need a mm-hmm. mental break oftentimes. You well, know, it's good for you. A new study just came out in April uh, this year suggesting that anyone over 40 shouldn't work more than three days per week. So researchers at the University of Melbourne found a correlation between age and productivity that's been making headlines since the report was published in 2016. So people over the age of 40 performed at their most productive levels Mm -hmm. when they didn't work more than three days per week. So in other words, in the middle and older age, working part-time could be effective in maintaining cognitive ability. So there's currently three countries who have a four-day work week. They average 28 hours per week and here in the United States, we average 44 hours per week. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, I would love a three-day work week, but I don't know, going back to being solopreneurs, yeah, you, you can how, how can you do three days per week and still be successful and build that business? That's the question I would. Well, you can, uh, again, it depends on what, um, what you're doing for your business. And as long as you have that income coming in that you're comfortable with, you know, it takes care of your bills. You have some money to save. You have some money to enjoy before becoming greedy about it. It's the easy thing to do. I'm going to get myself on the IJ's level where I can have a Bellini. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, what what to do, right? <laughs> that's what's up. But uh, to, to add to what, what you just said, if you automate a portion of your business, delegating mm-hmm. and outsourcing, yep. that's how you can work. Like if, if anyone's read the four hour work week, mm-hmm. a lot of what he does is creating a system. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. Mm-hmm. You want to own a business and not own a job. Yes. And that requires developing a system. Mm. I've been watching his videos on YouTube oh, the past couple weeks. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he made a good, I, I shared it with you. I can't think of right off what I told you about it mm-hmm. about two weeks ago, but he made a good point on there about income. And I don't want to get quote him wrong, but it'll come back to me and I'll mention it also later on the show. Okay? Up later. Yeah. All right. So, Niaje, we got to get about to get into a part of the show called Who Am I? So, <laughs> Who Am I? This is normally where Elle starts us off. She gives us a celebrity or someone in the news. And it's up to TJ and I to normally guess who this person is. Typically, TJ loses at this, but he's been <laughs> battling. We're equal. So much shade equal. today. We're so equal. much shade. We're equal. <laughs> he, want, he likes to win when guests are here. Excuse me for a minute. Hey, I'm Shay. We want you to get a part of this, Ray. Who normally loses at this part? I lose, but I've been doing pretty good at it, at the, um, the music part. But this part right here, Jay, don't try to throw that this so way. He normally, loses, he normally wins when the guests are here. So. Thank you. <laughs> it's on you to not let him win. Okay. All right. Uh-oh, the pressure is on. It's on you to I'll not let nice. him win. I'll be nice. 
I'm just joking. I'm like, girl, bring it on. Let's yeah, play. Yeah. You from Baltimore too? I mean, you from New York? I'm from New York. You know how we do. We're going to bring it on. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh-oh. She's from Atlanta, Georgia. She is 19 years of age. She is a musical artist and an actress. She's known for two movies, A Wrinkle in Time and oh, Last Holiday. I don't know her name. She thinks she's kind of grownish. I'm picturing her face, but I can't I think of her name. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're talking about, cannot, I don't know her name. So um, I'm try, I'll give you a hint. This is probably going to help y'all tremendously. People get her name confused with another big time actress because it sounds similar. Oh man! Wow. Okay. <laughs> I really figured that one out. <laughs> so she's about to do a movie that is. If I, if I say this, it's going to give it away. Uh, she's black. Yeah, I know. I can't think. I've, she's I've a, she, she, she she a sister. Want, oh, uh, I don't know. <sighs> I'm like literally. I just don't know her, her name. in my mm-hmm. in my head, but I cannot. Think of her name. She's in the news for something very controversial that's happening the right now. The Little Mermaid? Is it? Is mm-hmm. that right. the one that got... Yeah, so I know... I, can, I just... Haley Byrne. Haley Byrne. Yes. Haley Byrne. That's oh, what it is. Holly, yeah, Holly okay. Bailey. Is it, is it Haley or Holly? Holly. Yes, Haley. I think it's Holly Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> I was trying to give you that right there, but I was like... She actually, gave it to, she actually gave it to you. Did she? Because she, no, said, said, she, said, she said Little Mermaid. That triggered you. You said Little Mermaid. Who said Little Mermaid? I said yeah. Little Mermaid. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. I enjoyed beating our guest. <laughs> so, she's in the news for The Little Mermaid because she was recently chosen to be Ariel in The Little Mermaid live action movie as in production. Question Is it much to do about nothing, or do the white people have a reason to be concerned or bothered by? A black person being chosen for a cartoon character that is white. Anyone? Open table. So I actually mentioned this to two of my friends yesterday. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, if you're mad about this, delete me. The thing is, I have not seen anyone be mad about it. Yeah. I haven't. So I feel like it's creating more chaos than than what's really mm-hmm. necessary. So it's more people saying, if you're mad, get off my page. But it's like, you're creating the chaos because yeah. I haven't seen anyone mad about it. So personally. Yeah, I, I, I think when we come to our social media, we, at this point, we've probably streamlined the people we want on our timeline, right? right? And so we personally don't see these comments but if you go to outside sources mm-hmm. you see people complaining someone someone's tried adding me to a facebook group called christians against holly bailey oh being paid mermaid mm-hmm. and so they're upset but my thing is this how can you be upset about that but they portrayed jesus christ as white for mm-hmm. centuries um who played last samurai um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He played an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. So this has been happening all the time with real life characters, right? It's a cartoon. Well, see, and I agree. When there's fictional characters, you know, do as you please. People may yeah. not like it, but they are just mainly cartoon characters, fictional characters. But when it comes to a real life person or so, you know, that's something different. Yeah. Right? You know, um, but they had a Facebook group. They had like 390 some people inside of the head. Yeah. Like, Make Ariel White again, something like that. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? <laughs> it's not that serious. You know, it's not it's that serious. Honestly, the way I feel about it is the more attention that we give to it, the bigger yes, deal is going to be. Exactly. I agree so, with that too. So I everyone agree. that feels some type of way about it, make sure you go see it on an opening day. Absolutely. Moving on. That's how I feel. Absolutely. And <laughs> That's on that, how I feel. On that note, <laughs> we're, we're done with it. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So real quick, we do a listener shout out because we didn't do one last week. Um, this week's listener shout out goes to Shonda Davis. I'm not sure where Shonda lives. Uh, I'll try to pull up the information on social media, but like a smart person, she does not have access to her profile information. I just know based on my on the SoundCloud mm-hmm. listeners who listens to the podcast. And so last week, Shonda was our top listener um, on the SoundCloud platform the last seven days. And I also want to give a shout out to our top city, which is Richmond, Virginia. Shout out oh, to my man, old city, city, Richmond, Virginia, man. They got two people. Hold, why are you hating, yo? <laughs> He's hating. They were our top uh, city listeners last week. You know, even eight years later, they still are holding me down, man. Yes, so man. I appreciate that, man. So... In Tampa was second. It is time to get into this guest interview portion of the show. All right. We are going to do a super great intro. Get for the intro she deserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best. Do I'm going to keep it very classy. Do it, man. Go ahead and sound you guys. I'm going to use my, my, my <laughs> voice over voice. <laughs> she is the upper limit and leadership coach. She is a motivational speaker, life empowerment specialist, she is the definition of leveling up, mm. and she's the host of the Abundance Hat Podcast. Round of applause for Niaje. Yeah. Say hello. Right? <laughs> do it all over again. I love that. I love that. <laughs> all right. So first things first, where are you from? And if you aren't from the Bay Area, how did you end up in St. Pete? Mm, so I was born in the Bronx, New York, mm-hmm. and I've actually lived in seven different states, but I've I've much made my way down the east coast mm, roughly <laughs> but, so, to, to the warm weather exactly so i had a brick and mortar business in south carolina south okay. carolina is a very in the box place like it was in the army town so i wasn't happy with the city i was in but i loved my business but i wind up selling the business and moving to florida because i wanted mm. to live by the beach i wanted the palm trees so I came to visit Tampa Bay and fell in love, and I'm like, this is it. This it's is a great home. city, right? It's amazing. So, so many people <laughs> talk negatively <laughs> about Tampa Bay. There's so much shade. So- so, what, what's the name of the show? Oh, Tino Shade. He's throwing some shade over there this week. This what? Week. He doesn't like Tampa. I really? personally like Tampa because of all the great things you said, and I really like St. Pete. People who don't know the so area. I, I live in St. Pete. Yeah, people who don't know the area, they, they might not understand that there's really two bigger cities in the Bay Area, Tampa and St. Pete, Mm -hmm. which have two completely different vibes from one another. But I do like St. Pete. St. Pete is where it's at. So we're definitely happy to have you here. Um, I was reading on your website that you teach five levels of leveling up. What are, what are those levels? Can you explain a little more detail? What is that? Yeah. So that is a framework I developed. I call it the five stages of leveling up. So in the process of becoming successful and really stepping into our power, we are faced with different challenges. Mm. And so these five levels are the five challenges that you have to face in order to be as as successful as you can be. Mm. And so one of them is imposter syndrome. When you gain a little bit of success, you start to feel like, who am I to write a book? Who am I to release this, this, Mm. you know, amazing podcast? Who am I to speak on a stage of thousands in front of thousands of people and so you have to know how to navigate through these different stages another stage is frustration Mm. when you get to that point to where you're blaming an industry for you not 
progressing and you're like, well, the industry is this way, the economy is this way, mm -hmm. and you're not taking responsibility for what you're bringing to the table. Another stage is blocks. We all have blocks. Absolutely. And we are allowing things to stand in our way from moving forward. A lot of times people become stagnant or they plateau mm -hmm. in their career because they've hit a block and they don't know how to overcome it. So one of the things that I do is I help people overcome those blocks, those limiting beliefs. And the the most important stage is your upper limit. A lot of people are not aware of this. We have a threshold of how successful we will allow ourselves to be mm -hmm. before we self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. And when people are not aware of that, yeah. you self-sabotage and then you're like, why is everything falling apart? Mm -hmm. But it's certain steps that you can take to prevent yourself from self-sabotaging and break through that glass ceiling and people self-sabotage in so many areas of their life they don't yes. realize you know they say well they can be aware they self-sabotage their career right mm -hmm. but they ignore the fact that they self-sabotage in their personal lives their personal oh, relationships all the time oh, that's a you huge know? part of it and, mm -hmm. and self-care self-care yes. a lot of times people they start businesses or they have this huge event and then they get sick yeah so i talk about personal life self-care and your business because mm -hmm. it's all part of it I like what you said, the imposter, you call it the imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome. I like that because mm -hmm. there are so many people who are definitely are not aware of who they really are mm -hmm. and they block themselves. So that's, that's what's up. That's or maybe good. they are aware of who they really are, but they're afraid to step into it. Mm, that's a good point. Mm. Y'all sip this right we now. Gotta, we got to cheer. Yeah. First of all, she knows her stuff. I so love it. I love that. We're cheering right now to what we had. Um, Niaje came in here ready. You know what? We got to have guests every week because every week they bring in alcohol. <laughs> and I, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. So she came prepared with a bottle of Bellini. What is this? Seco Peach Bellini. It's really good. So we're sipping right now on some Bellini. It is good. Go out and get it from wherever you want to. We're going to sip it right here. So <laughs> you mentioned you did a, a brick and mortar uh, story back in South Carolina. What was um, what was the final straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, that made you decide to go from running a brick and mortar store to starting your own country business? Yeah. Oh, I love this question. So I owned a dance and aerial studio. If, if someone isn't familiar with aerials, it's like Cirque du Soleil where you mm -hmm. climb the fabric and do the tricks in the air. And I've danced my whole life. So <clears throat> owning this business was a dream. I'm like, I'm getting paid to do what I love. This mm -hmm. is phenomenal. So year one, I'm just, I'm loving life. You know, I'm getting yeah. paid to do, to dance all day, you know? So the year, the second year, we were the only aerial studio in the city. So we pretty much blew up really fast. If you wanted to take aerial class, you had to come to my studio. Mm -hmm. So year two, we were crazy busy. And that's when like reality hit in like, oh, this is a business. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not mm -hmm. just me playing around on the silks all day. Yeah. So year three, I became really burnt out because I was working seven days a week and my, my work day was intense because it was more physical. Yeah. So I'm teaching, I'm running the business, I'm also doing the schedule and cleaning and I'm trying to wear all the hats. And there was a day, I'm a really happy bubbly person. Mm -hmm. I wake up like, yes, let's get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and there was a day where I woke up and I was like, I don't want to get out the bed. Mm -hmm. And I knew that's the day I had to make a change because mm -hmm. I'm people get caught in this like, monotonous like robotic like i just gotta go 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 hustle hustle yeah, hustle yeah, yep. but i asked myself like why did i start a business and it wasn't to be a slave to my business mm -hmm. so i had to get really clear on what i wanted and i read a book by robert kiyosaki mm -hmm. so robert kiyosaki is the author of rich dad poor dad 
But the book that changed my mindset when it comes to business was Choose to Be Rich. Mm-hmm. And okay. he said in that book, if you can't walk away from your business for three months and it operate without you, you don't own a business, you own a job. Exactly. Wow, that's a good point. Exactly. And yeah. so that was a huge light bulb yeah. moment yeah. for me. And I'm like, okay, I want to own a business. Yeah. So I got really obsessed with systems and mm-hmm. I revamped my whole business to where, you know, now I have like staff that's taking care of everything. I have a person that's doing this and this and I started delegating and outsourcing basically so my business was operating like a well-oiled machine and year five I just was like you know what now that I have things like kind of systemized I want to live by the beach Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so year five I sold it and I moved to Florida and I transitioned to being fully remote and what I realized during that time a lot of people are searching for financial freedom but Mm -hmm. I was making really great money but I wasn't happy. Exactly. Exactly. So what I really valued more was time and location freedom. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I'm gonna sell this business and work from my laptop mm-hmm. from a rooftop pool. <laughs> I have so many. I have so many friends that make great money. I like one of my friends. I don't think she listens to the podcast, so she won't mind. But she's a <laughs> she's a pharmacist in South in South Carolina, mm-hmm. actually in Charleston. And um, she she loves that she she's the only black pharmacist or pharmacy in South Carolina. She loves what she's doing. She makes great money, but she is so stressed out. Mm-hmm. She does not really get to enjoy the stuff that she wants to enjoy. So mm-hmm. she's like thinking about selling, thinking about mm-hmm. selling, you know. And so money it matters, right? Yeah, money but- matters, but sometimes that peace and that location of other things is way more important than that money. And and that's so true. I have a different clientele and. Um, I'm blessed to have that, you know, lawyers as well as doctors. And when they first started, they weren't happy. They loved the money, like you're saying, but they, they just weren't happy. And we worked together and everything to get them to become happier. And the key to, I'll tell anybody, the key to life is your self-happiness. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Because when you're happy, you have that peace within. And then you can do so much more. And actually, Jay and I, we've been working together with some coaching and stuff. And we're talking also, you said a key word that he and I have been talking about discussing last week having a system Mm -hmm. and when you have a system that works for you you're working less and you're enjoying more you know and that's something he and I working on right now but uh the system thing which like you mentioned is a great point for a lot of people out here we're doing business because it's not you you still have a job it's not working for you you're working for it Mm -hmm. so Niaja you have over you know I was I was snooping a little bit so I would check (laughs) yourself out so you have over 11,000 followers on Instagram which suffice to say makes you a social uh, is that all <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working no, on it. No, it's, way more better important, than me. it's more important that I have like true followers. Right. Than just Absolutely. Like, right. Trust right. me. Eleven thousand in good subject matter. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it makes you a social media influencer in your business. Mm-hmm. So what do you enjoy the most about being in a social media influence for people in a positive way? I love making an impact in people's lives. I, my goal is to inspire people to step into their power. We are powerful beyond measure. Like when we really step into who we are meant to be and live mm-hmm. our purpose, mm-hmm. there there's no stopping us, you know, but there's, there's blocks, obviously. So I like to break it down where... It's kind of like Mario Brothers, the video game, where. <laughs> no, that was my jam. Sorry. Thank you. So every level, 
you have to face some big challenge at the end. It's a monster or something like that. And sometimes the the challenges are so hard. You're like, you know what? Let me just stay in this level and collect all the coins that I can. Mm-hmm. But the next level is bigger and better. Yeah. So really inspiring people to face that challenge, to step into the right. bigger and better. Right. Because there's a lot of people that settle. There's a lot of people that get complacent. There's yeah. a lot of people that just accept like, well, this is just what life hands me. Mm-hmm. But, but if you live intentionally and you step into your purpose, mm-hmm. you can live an amazing life whether that and it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur you don't have to be an entrepreneur but there's so much amazingness to be experienced Mm -hmm. there's so many other ways you you can step into your power just finding your own voice right Mm -hmm. like like i said it doesn't have to be uh your career it could be like i'm just i'm unhappy with the state of my relationship Mm -hmm. i need to find my power in this relationship how do i do that so let, let me empower you i know i can't speak with tj but i would assume that that's one of the things you enjoy about life coaching is just helping people find their own voice, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling happier about mm-hmm. from being in the midst of that struggle, getting to the outside of that struggle. Mm-hmm. And so that's dope that you are influencing a lot of people in a lot of positive ways. And I saw recently that you went to something called the New Media Summit. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I did my research. You I did. did. My research. Okay. So what, what, tell, me, tell us about that. What is, what, what is that experience like? Oh, my goodness. So New Media Summit was a podcast convention seminar something like that and they had 40 podcasters that are in the top 200 of itunes wow okay and you have an opportunity to get up and pitch and i can i curse on here absolutely okay. i already said ass <laughs> like five times. Girl, go ahead i shut shit down that's nice. So. That's, nice. that's all you want to say was you were shit i'm not impressed no, no, no i've been on podcasts and they told me i couldn't curse so no i had to curse. ask we, we curse oh i do tj doesn't read curse what are you talking about wow. <laughs> cut that out <laughs> hell no no go ahead continue so so when i did my pitch i i definitely like captivated the audience and I wind up getting booked for over 30 other podcasts and I was in a process of launching my podcast but just the exposure and the the connections that I made from that event it Mm -hmm. was absolutely amazing so I'm a huge networker I love going to conventions Mm -hmm. I love meeting people and and networking they say your network is your net worth Worth, that's right right, right. I am a firm believer that so I I never heard a new media summit so I'm definitely going to try to get all tea, no shade at the next one. No, no, we're not going to try. We will. We're going to do. Okay. You know we're what gonna gonna do. I mean? I tell my clients, but you ain't trying nothing. I'm waiting for these. Uh, you're succeeding. I'm waiting for these awards to start for um, Best of the Bay. I think, okay. we, I think we're going to win that. Okay. I think it's going to be good. So uh, what do you do here locally, though? Do you do any events here locally? You did New Media Summit. Is there anything that you have coming up locally that the sippers can attend? Yeah. So I'm actually taking Abundance Hack on tour. I want it okay. to be kind of like a moving podcast. And I, I started doing local events. So I've only done two so far, and I call them soul sessions. Mm. Okay. So the soul session, it's a live interview. So people would actually be able to listen in and like actually there and ha- it, participate in Q&A. Yeah. And then we do a workshop after. So a goal setting workshop where they're writing out their goals. So they're living intentionally and making sure they're going after the life that they desire. Hey, yeah. Right. Yeah. Should, let us know what that information is. Um, get it to us and we'll, we'll pump it out there as well awesome. um, it's all about support you know we got to support one another and so if someone's doing positive things in, in the in the city that we're in we got to support it so I love that. get us that information and we'll definitely pump it out there for you um where can people find you on social media what's the social media information so people can 
plug you in and follow you and all that good stuff. Yeah, everything's under Niaje. It's N-I-A-J-A-E. So I'm on Instagram. I'm really on all the social media platforms. You yeah. can find everything under Niaje. And you can go to my website, which is niaje.com, N-I-A-J-A-E.com, and you can find all of the links for everything. I'm on okay. YouTube, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, everything. <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> that, you all on everything. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, I hate, I ain't gonna say I hate social media, because I'm on it a lot for in comparison to my friends. But I think you understand that you need to have a social media presence, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have those platforms. I'm only, I'm already on Instagram, Facebook and uh snapchat yeah all the rest of them i'm not really on that i mean honestly it's it's so powerful to really grow your business grow your podcast grow your audience so why hate it if you kind of have to do it but you could could always outsource that's true we can always always outsource outsource. Mm -hmm. i've looked into that so we will see so this is the last and the most important question of the interview what is your favorite beverage <laughs> what do you like to sip on? What's your, what's your drink of choice? So, is this like alcoholic beverage or any beverage? Alcohol, alcoholic beverage. Alcoholic beverage. We're not talking about grape juice. We don't want, <laughs> we don't want him on the grape juice. So, just I honestly love mimosas or bellinis, which is what we're drinking right now. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like really trying to get lit, as people That's say, right. That's right. <laughs> I'm a margarita girl. I love tequila. Uh, you definitely move to the right area for margaritas. <laughs> Well, we are definitely excited to have you on for the rest of the show. Thank you for joining us. Sippers, make sure you go follow her, reach out to her, get the information you need. Um, There's so many different um, coaches out there in the world, but she may be the one that you need. And so the right fit for you. Yeah. You don't and you don't know until you at least talk, sit down and talk. And so do yourself justice. If you're questioning anything or you heard something you really enjoyed that she said, reach out to her. I want to end well we're not ending the show but I just want to say thank you for being on the show we've been having some great guests and I love when our guests bring a lot of intelligence a lot of good worth for the people and you've done the same thing this week also we thank you for that okay thank you so much but you ain't going nowhere yet <laughs> we are not done hope you keep it real and your answers here we're about to get into it I say let's get this thing started hey TJ you know what time it is yeah, what's up, man? What time hey, is it? You know what time it is. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what time it is. Time for the main sip. We all get a groove with this. Time okay. for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Drink ready. Get, get your, your cup ready. Tea ready. Drink ready. Time for the main sip. The main Go sip. Go ahead, Go ahead. Time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Get your drink ready. Tea ready. What? Get your cup ready. Get your drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So that is our intro song to the oh, main set. I gotta set. step up my game. I gotta step yes, up my podcast yes, yes. game for real. Hey, we just trying to build something different, man. A different brand, having a good time. So the main sip is cheating. Why it happens and what to do when it happens. And so we seem to be living in a time where loyalty appears to be getting harder and harder to come by in relationships. Question to the table started off. Why do you think that it appears to be the case? Are people still being committed to one person? Or is it all in our mind? Mm-hmm. Start it off there. Mm-hmm. You mean? <laughs> I love this. Well, <laughs> as you and I oftentimes discuss about communication, okay, a big part is a lack of communication. People don't really get to know each other nowadays. It's all through social media. It's all through uh, texting. It's all through emails. Well, basically testing. Yeah. And when you don't communicate, you don't really know that person, that connection that you will have from that one one that person by getting to know them better face to face 
the, 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 the visible as well as the feelings, also the touching and stuff like that. When you're lacking those areas, it's easy to move on elsewhere, mentally, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. emotionally with someone else. So I'm going to start off with just saying communication. Yeah, so, I mean, I think loyalty is still happening. I think that... You think so? Absolutely. I mean, I know a lot of people who are still in committed relationships, and I think they are, as far as they know, as far as we know, mm-hmm. not cheating, right. communicating, whatnot. But I agree that communication is a is a problem in today's culture, and I think that that may be the biggest reason as to why people aren't as loyal as they as they used to be, mm-hmm. because they don't they haven't developed that real deeper Con- connection, connection with yeah. one another. Because when you have that deep connection with someone, that that emotional connection, that spiritual connection, and that physical connection, your consciousness more than likely yes. will keep you from going and doing that cheating. Mm-hmm. So I think that may be part of it. You got any thoughts? Why? Why? Why do you think it happens? Keep it real now. <laughs> Don't hold back. So I, I like that you said the word consciousness. So I think that at the end of the day, we have a society that glorifies cheating. Mm, if you yes, see the yeah, super true. successful yes, men, if you see like an ad and this guy is like super successful or all the rappers or all the, you know, super famous people, they have a bunch of women. And so it, it puts this image that that's what you should strive for. Yeah. That's what you should strive for. There's not many people that are good role models of what a mm. healthy relationship mm. looks That's like. True. And I also think when it comes to consciousness, doing the inner work, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that I need to find someone to complete me. Yep. But in reality, you should be whole yourself and find someone to compliment you. Absolutely. So two halves shouldn't make a whole, or in a relationship, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. it should be two holes coming together and building together. Absolutely. I have this this analogy that I always use with people. I say, you both are slightly broken and you've been trying to figure out how to build your own bridge by yourself, right? So you your bridge is on one side and your partner's bridge is on, on the other side and you're trying to connect those two bridges together in the middle so that's a perfect union. You have to be able to build that bridge to make sure it's sustainable to bring that other person onto it, right? And so you have to connect those two bridges and a lot of people don't build their bridge on a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And when the other person comes on, it starts cracking. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, wait a minute. I didn't walk, I didn't build my bridge all the way out of here to right. you. And now I'm on your bridge and this bridge is falling apart. Mm-hmm. But because, it, you know, you don't have communication, the loyalty, that's all play, plays a part. You, you made a good point. You said something about um, role models. Mm-hmm. They don't have the role models. And so much imagery is important in everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see people reality tv mm-hmm. music videos mm-hmm. just out there partying having fun and a lot of these people don't have two-parent households not mm-hmm. saying that you have to have a two-parent household to be to have a positive mindset about relationships but i do think it helps it's very helpful when you yeah. see two people you know you learn how to love each other that way mm-hmm. okay not just seeing individuals going from one person to the other to the other because you start thinking that's the norm then yeah. Okay, but when you see your mother and father or your, your mother and whoever she's seen or your father, whoever he's seen, when you see them working together and giving each other, well, uh, not giving, but um, adding onto that person's happiness. Yeah. 
And going to that, I want to go to a statement mm-hmm. that Will Smith said mm-hmm. before, which I love what he said about Jay. He said, it is not my job to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And the way it comes out, people be like, oh, whatever, you know, but no, it's so true. You must work within yourself to make you happy yes. first. That person adds on to your happiness, but make it's not happier. their job yep. to make you happy. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I love that because I've had different clients, man. Me and Jay talk, and I can't, you know, when I talk to you, I don't say too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, client, you know, pers- you know a confidentiality, but the point is that I listen to them and I always say, say, then why aren't you happy? Yeah. You know, you're going out here doing this, doing that, the things you know you shouldn't be doing. Okay, your wife is not happy. Why isn't she happy? Mm-hmm. You need to build the happiness within yourself first. Yeah. And then add on to each other's happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote you know? about that in both my books, man. It's like, I can't I can't complete you. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's right. You have to be complete and you, I can't make you happy. I can make you happier. Mm-hmm. But you can't make me happy. If I'm not happy is a place that of being, I have to be there already. Mm-hmm. And no matter if I'm not happy and I bring you into my life, mm-hmm. all I'm gonna do is take my energy, that's my unhappiness, and rub it onto you, and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be a good thing. So why in your personal opinion, why would someone cheat on someone that they say they love? I know we said communication, mm-hmm. right? But communication is just one part of it. I think there's other workings happening in people's psyche that brings them to that point. So why, in your personal opinion, do you think someone would cheat on someone that they say they love? Now, Jay, you can go first. Don't look at TJ. Don't look at TJ. I know. I'm always ready for this. You know, I love these kind of subjects right here, but please, ladies first. So I had to disclose, like, I, I have been single for a really long time, so a lot of this is just... What's my, a long time? So it might be some, might be some male sippers out there trying to holler. Oh, my goodness. For a long time. You said you have been or you are single? You said you have been. been. I, I am single. I've okay. been single for, for a, a really time. long time. Okay. But the thing about it is, I think that right now, there's so much fluff in in relationships. You see people on social media, and they're like, oh, my God, my, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. And... I don't think people are building and cultivating deep connections. Mm-hmm. And like you said, yeah. it's very surface. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when you when you're searching for something and you haven't done the inner work yeah. and you feel an emptiness, I think people associate that with this person isn't making me happy. Going mm-hmm. back to what you said, mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. them finding their own inner peace, doing their own inner work, dealing with their own stuff, their yeah. own demons to where they know who they are mm-hmm. and they're in a relationship that is healthy. Absolutely. And I don't think that people know what a healthy relationship looks like these I days. Agree. And I agree. really... If you're, if you're with someone that is bringing out the best version of you you're not going to want to cheat on them. Mm. So if you're wanting to go out and cheat because you feel like, oh, well, I'm not getting the sex that I want or I'm not getting the fulfillment that I want, maybe it's something internal Mm -hmm. that you should look at. And then also really understanding understanding your partner. I don't think that people even understand each other because if another book, I'm all, I, I read a lot. Number, hey, books so, are amazing. Yeah, The Five Love Languages. One of the yes. great books. One great of books. the best books to really understand that everyone perceives love differently. Yep. And mm. you have a love language. And if you don't know your partner's love language, you may not be speaking it. So you could be over here like, well, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this, mm-hmm. and this, and you still not happy. But if they have a different love language, you're yeah. not speaking it. They're not perceiving it. Yeah. So knowing one yourself, that's the first that's, thing that's the key. is self-awareness. That's the, yeah. yes. that's the key. And yes. then also taking time to learn your partner. 
And when people say like, oh, I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled, they're always pointing at the other person, but they never take time to say, so. what have I done? Accountability. <laughs> yeah. Take ownership, man. Ownership. That's my thing. Take ownership of your own life. And like, what, what have you done? To improve, go ahead, TJ. You smile like a church yeah, guy. Over like I'm in church right now, girl. <laughs> Hallelujah! She over here preaching, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> you made a good point, man. I got, I got to go back to something you said. You said about having a healthy relationship, and all of us who do coaching and stuff like that, we have to understand that it's not our job to teach them those things; it's to guide them. Mm -hmm. Because each person's healthy relationship is different from everybody else's. Yeah. And I always tell my clients, it's not my job to tell you what to do, but I'm gonna guide you to changing your perspective and your opinion, what you think you know, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. And my guide to where you need to get the information at and help you to, to get that information, help you to learn it on your own so now you can make yourself better so you have a better relationship. And it's, I keep telling people, keep it simple. That's all you gotta do. Learn the steps, you know, get a system. I was going to say, I love what we said about the system because I didn't use that word as much. But I got to use that word even more. I like that. Thanks. I'm going to take your word from you. Guess I'm like, give me that word, girl. Yeah, we, okay. <laughs> no, that's about it, man. But really, it's, it's just good. We, we are living in a world where we have instant access to almost everything. Mm -hmm. And that plays on the mind where we think, well, if I can get this just as fast, I should be able to get love this fast. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm, I'm going Bumble. I'm going to swipe left. I'm going to swipe. Oh, I'll connect on Bumble. Hey, girl, what's going on? How you mm -hmm. doing? Oh, let's go out. Next thing you know, two months later... They in relationship, but they ain't never had a phone, com no mm. real phone conversation. Everything's text conversation. It's like the people are moving too fast to find love. I'm not saying there's a time limit on finding love because sometimes when you know, you know, one of my coworkers, he met his, he met his, he, they've been married three years now. He said he proposed to his wife in five months. He just mm -hmm. knew. So sometimes it's like that. But I do think that the fact that we have technology, we all move so fast mm -hmm. that we are looking for love too fast. And sometimes mm -hmm. you have to slow down. You have to just get to know your partner. You have to find out what the love language is. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, come back to communication, your partner might not be comfortable enough to tell you directly what their love language is. So mm -hmm. they do little passive-aggressive things mm -hmm. to make it seem like, well, I'm just going to do a little of this and he'll... He'll see it or she'll see it, mm -hmm. but we don't see it. Mm -hmm. So now she's getting upset or he getting upset. Well, you don't see what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So now it can reach this communication issue coming full circle. And so it does take time to acknowledge what your partner needs in order to avoid that. What cheating, the but fuck was that? Can I take it a little, di a little deeper too? Oh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> okay, so I think another that came important. No, I ain't say nothing. I'm just gonna no. sit. I'm just gonna Let me sit. see. He know I love conversations like this. He knows that they know that I love getting deep in conversation, not just the surface of things. So, all right. So I, I want to peel a layer back. So I think an important thing to do when you're getting into a relationship or before you get into a relationship is deal with negative pre-programming mm -hmm. that may come from your parents. Mm -hmm. A lot of people may have had certain situations that they saw their mom or their dad, or if they didn't have a dad or if they didn't have a mom, whatever the case may be, it's important that you're aware of your negative pre-programming. Mm -hmm. So if you had a mom that says all men are dogs and now you think all men are dogs, you go into a relationship like a that with that subconscious yeah feeling that's going to eventually rear its head yep, and absolutely. cause issues in a relationship and same thing like all women are crazy or yeah. you know all men cheat or women cheat women are sneaky if you have this negative pre-programming in your subconscious mm -hmm. it's going to 
find a way to surface mm -hmm. in your relationship. So it goes back to self-awareness. It goes back to doing the inner work to understand what a healthy relationship looks like for you. Like you said, everyone's idea of a healthy relationship is different, mm -hmm. but dealing with those subconscious limiting beliefs mm -hmm. or that negative pre-programming that may be stored like deep in your subconscious. Yeah. Let me, let me. I like that because what I do with my clients, they don't realize after I do it, I get into finding out where they're hurting and where they're healing. Mm. And it goes to what you're saying. I, as we're sitting there talking, I find little areas where they're not even, they don't even realize that they're hurting in these areas and they're still healing in these areas. And then I make them aware of it. And when I make them aware of it, I tell them, once you achieve these things, once you get past these things, once you heal past them, you will be better and your relationship will be so much better for you and your mate. But it goes like what you're saying, you'll get into that deeper surface of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think enough people do self-reflection. No. Mm -hmm. Self-reflection and being aware of your own issues. And a lot of times people are aware of their issues, but they ignore them and still get in a relationship. Mm -mm. And then once they get in a relationship, they start to self-reflect a little bit. And they get in there and they don't understand, well, how do I communicate? How can I? They don't have that safe space. Now I need to tell my partner that I have these trust issues. Right. Mm -hmm. Is he going to judge me? Mm -hmm. Is he going to judge me? I'm just going to keep it to myself. Yeah. Right. And it just builds up over time and over time. But you have to be able to self-reflect and then be able to communicate in a healthy way mm -hmm. of how to get back by it. Because sometimes we, we need help, mm -hmm. right? And hopefully you're in a relationship where if you start thinking about cheating, it's like, man, I don't want to do this. Why am I thinking about this? Let me self-reflect. Okay, I'm self-reflecting because I'm not, I'm not getting enough physical touch. Right. All right, so now how do I communicate this to my, my partner, mm -hmm. baby, like... I need more physical touch without them taking a, getting offensive. Right. So communication, self-reflection is all a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Do you personally feel that cheating is a forgivable offense? <laughs> Keep in mind, this is all personal opinions. And Cypriot, as you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself these questions as well. Do you feel that cheating is a forgivable offense? And I'll go first. I'll start it off. Go ahead. I have Forg no problem answering it. I feel like I need to take a sip before I answer that. <laughs> take a so. sip. Take a sip. Um, I always say I always say that it's easy to say what you won't do or what is something is until you are actually living in that experience. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say that as as I say this right now, as someone who is not aware that I've been cheated on, mm -hmm. for me, cheating is not a forgivable offense, right? But because for me, it's a it's a I'm all about trust. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not one of the people who say you have to earn my trust. Like I'm one of the people I'm giving you my trust from the jump. And once you, that's emotionally, that's, that's spiritually, that's physically. And once you break that trust, man, it's, I can't come back from that personally. So for me, cheating is an unforgivable offense currently. Mm. Go ahead, T. Yes, it is forgivable. For you. Yep. And this is what I always tell my clients, and I tell anybody else out here, you know, when you find out why that person cheated, and if you see you played a role in it, can you be understanding to it? Because, mm -hmm. yeah, they made the decision to do their act, okay? But a lot of times we do make it easier for them also because we're not paying attention to certain things. We're not doing certain things. We're not giving them certain things. And a lot of times they don't want to. Some of them don't want to. But due to, and it's hard to let go of you. It's easy to say, you know what, well, let's go and leave him alone. No, love is a, is a bonding thing. It's hard to let go of that person easily. No denial So you'll there. make the mistake of doing it one time. I made the mistake before. Mm -hmm. And after I did that, I hurt the girl. And I heard her cry. And it's like she cried from her soul. Mm -hmm. And that hurt me deeply, mm -hmm. knowing that I hurt her that deep. And I said, I'm not doing this no more. But did she forgive you? 
Uh, we're friends now. We're, we're, we're cool yeah. now. You know, we're good. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we both made mistakes back then also as well. Oh, we're so human. I was real young, we're but human. We're going to make mistakes. I, I realized, and when then when she did, we as we later on got back together, you mm -hmm. know, we were young, um, she made the same mistake also as well. But I realized, let me see real quick, that I pushed her to the point. Well, I played a part. I didn't do it. To the point where she mm -hmm. went out here and did something wrong. Okay. But it is forgivable. Okay, so I may take this completely left field, but I, to answer the question in a simple answer as far as cheating, now to me, trust, like you said, trust is the most important thing. But I think that with relationships, you and your partner have to determine what is right for you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you brought up, Will and Jada, one of the things that I love about them is they are in a life partnership and they're like we're in this shit together right. so if you gotta go do what you gotta do to make you happy mm -hmm. and i gotta go do what i gotta do to make me happy mm -hmm. but we're in this together and when when it's time for us to come back together so i feel like with relationships you can figure out with your partner mm -hmm. what works for you absolutely right. now if you are someone who's like you're mine you can't talk to anyone else. Yeah. Don't look at another woman. Controlling, it, yeah. You, like, to me, that's a recipe for disaster. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, and, and this this may be completely left field, but I'm just going to say it because this is what the show is about. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a situation where your partner is like, I really want this, mm -hmm. and, and the person is like, I'm not going to give you this. Yeah. But if you feel like you need this in your life, mm -hmm. go do this. Mm -hmm. And come back and let me know how you feel about mm -hmm. it. And and it, it kind of goes into like polyamory. I don't know. I'm taking it. I'm taking no, it totally that's, left field. That's actually one of my questions later on. So I'm taking fine. it totally left field. But polyamory is the thought that one person cannot supply a person's every single need. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people uh, automatically judge polyamory in a sense of they think you just want to have sex with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. But it's not about that because sometimes you may need a deeper emotional connection with mm -hmm. someone. Like mm -hmm. if someone's providing your needs and they're providing stability and, you know, this, but then you need an emotional connection. So it's not about sex per se, but yeah. it's about having all of your needs met. met. Absolutely. And understanding that there's not one person that's going to meet every single need and and that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But there's certain things that like you can do without. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but that's a decision you have to make. But with polyamory, they focus on unconditional love. You want your partner to be fulfilled in every sense. So if that requires that fulfillment to somehow be without you, then they're okay with that because they want you to be fulfilled. They don't want you to be without. If you like in I'll give you like a really random, random example. This is random. <laughs> but Go like, ahead. let's say a guy is like, you know, I really want to try anal. And a girl is like, oh, hell no, you're not sticking it in my ass. On him? On him? No, 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 no. On her. I was like, wait, no, not, not, not taking I'm it like, that far. Wrong with but him. Like, if, if the girl is like, you know what? Like, I'm not into that. Yeah. But but he's like, it's on my bucket list and I really want to try it. And if she's like, hell no, do you think if he has the opportunity to do it, he's he probably going to try. He's probably going to try. Absolutely. So I, I think that it's important if you tell someone, don't do this, they're going to want to do it because you mm. said don't do it. So if you have that understanding with your partner that come to me, talk to me, let's talk about our needs, our desires, our deepest 
you know, whatever, because that is what builds bonds between people. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, if a woman says, you know what, I understand that that's what you, what you need. I can understand you have this desire. And she's like, if she's not like, oh, hell no, mm -mm, get out of my face. You know what I mean? If she's understanding, he may be like, you know what? I really don't want that because I have this bomb ass woman right here that understands every want and need that I have. So to me, I think it's more about communication, speaking your desires to your partner Mm -hmm. rather than running because you're not allowed to do this. If you tell a child, don't touch a stove, they're going to want to touch the stove. Mm -hmm. But if you are just like, touch the stove, you'll see, you'll learn. (laughs) You're going to learn today. It almost makes them not want to touch it because it's not forbidden. And I'm not saying open your relationship. I'm not saying that. What I, so I just want to clarify, I'm not saying open your relationship, (laughs) but I'm saying communicate your needs and your desires with your partner. So that was one of my questions. And I, going back to, my, my, my belief is that you should always set the rules for your own relationship. Don't try to live by other standards, other definitions of what other people say your relationship should be or shouldn't be, because that's, that's supposed to be for disaster as well. And so since we were talking about that, that's one of my questions is, do you feel that other types of relationships could help prevent cheating, open relationships and polyamorous relationships? So you pretty much just touched on that for yourself. So I'm, I'm guessing that you think that not necessarily for yourself, but maybe for other people that those types of relationships can help prevent cheating. Would you agree or disagree? Do you think that's something that can work or help prevent cheating? For some couples, they could. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. Okay. I'll tell it all right. I'm a bit old fashioned with the relationships. Yeah. So, uh, but for, I've had two couples who pretty much preferred uh, having those type of relationships and it works for them. You know, they, one of them, it took them a little bit of time to get used to, you know, and I told you, give it time, and this is what you both agree to or so, you know, but uh, for, it's not for everybody. And I think it's important to understand that there's a difference, difference between polyamorous relationships and polygamy. It's two different things. Polygamy, you're married to um, two other, uh, you and married to other people, and it could be a man and two women, it could be a woman and two men, right? And polyamorous is, like you said, it could be multiple people mm-hmm. in that relationship, not married to each other but just bringing different aspects of it um well, i'm gonna go back on something that she had mentioned and, and, and it's so true uh obviously you must learn your mate mm-hmm. and even though that may be it may be their desire but sometimes our desires do you really need to fulfill that desire mm-hmm. and that's what's wrong for a lot of people now that becomes to me and i say this easily too many people are still selfish in their relationships because mm-hmm. all about them, what they want, and a lot of them is some type of feeling or pleasure that they want. And sometimes you don't need those things no more. A lot of pleasure I may have had when I was younger, seeing different women, I don't need, and I'm in a relationship right now. She may not fulfill all of my needs, but she'll fulfill a lot of them, and I'm happy with that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes we have to let go of certain things out here, but some people are still so selfish that they still want this, want that, that they had previously because they got used to it. And sometimes you, got, you have to let go of also as you get older. It's part of maturity, you know, because a lot of things you may have done when you were younger, when you have a wife or a mate or a husband, everything right, or a mate, you should stop certain things. As well as when you have kids, mm-hmm. you stop certain things. A lot of people sacrifice stop things they were doing for their kids, but not always for their mate. You know, okay, but when you're in a relationship, you got to stop those things for your mate as well. Yeah, I mean, relationships can be, a, you know, they're a challenge, right? Because we're all, we all have different personalities. We all have different beliefs. We all have different things that we want to try. And it's important to be open-minded mm-hmm. to your partner's desires and what they want, as long as you're not going to be put in harm's way, right? You know, and so, you know, the last thing you want to do is have these things you want to try in a relationship and your partner shuts it down. 
right? Let's say your, your partner says, baby, I really want to go travel the world for the mm-hmm. next couple of years. We have the money. It's just you and I. We don't have kids. And, and your other partner's like, I don't want to do that. Why? No, I don't want to travel. Mm-hmm. Like, well, now you're shutting down my, one of my goals. So you should be able to communicate and figure out a way. Well, maybe we don't do it for a whole year. Maybe we do it for two months, right? Like you said, you got to try things differently in your relationships. And so when it comes to, to cheating and trying to avoid cheating, I think we've touched on like this communication, the self-reflection, the the being open-minded, trying different things for your relationship. Whose fault is it when a person decides to cheat on someone? Is it the cheater's fault or the non-cheater's fault? Or is it a little of both? I don't believe in fault. I don't believe in fault. Like a relationship is, it, it's two people. It's two people. You're building that foundation together. So mm-hmm. I don't believe in fault. And I think that with relationships, it, it brings our triggers and our pains and our traumas to surface. And a lot of times when people feel like, oh, this person cheated and it's unforgivable, it's because it triggered something inside of them that they probably need to heal. Not saying that cheating is okay. So one of the things that I do, like, because I am a coach, I listen to all different types and I try to understand different modalities and different points of views because there is no one set like this is this way a relationship has to be this way Mm -hmm. if a person cheats you have to respond this way there is no one way so i like to offer different modalities for people to figure out what feels right to them but i personally do not feel like it's a fault it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it takes two to tango. You have mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, what went wrong in our mm-hmm. relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, uh, it may not be that person's or the person's fault, okay, but they do play a role in it, okay? And that's true because you're the one who made the decision to do what you did. So yeah. that's your fault, if anything, okay? That's mm-hmm. your decision and wasn't the right decision, depending on your relationship. But did your partner play a role in it? Yes, they could. Yeah, they could have. Not saying always, but we do play a role in people's decisions. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Some, someone, someone, celebrity said they would never blame their man for going out and cheating. You know, I, I don't know who it was. And I, and I, and I guess you, you know, you people are going to do what people want to do. They won't blame their their partner for going out cheating. I don't remember. I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. details about it. So, but I do think people. I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna say some people are at fault. I would say that there are some people who, and by their standards, have done everything by the book to be a healthy uh, lover, mm-hmm. a good spiritual guy, a good communicator, et cetera, et cetera, and their partner still goes out and does something. Mm-hmm. So I do think there are in some cases where other people, I agree, but it takes two to tango, and you have to build your own relationship, and there are some people that just have a negative energy, mm-hmm. a negative spirit. There are some con- people are just con artists. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who want to get over on other people when the other person didn't really do anything. And mm-hmm. so I think there are, in some cases, there are people who, quote unquote, are the blame for why the reason they are doing what they're deciding to do for their own life, personally. You, you don't think that you should make the decision to have enough enough self-love and self-awareness and self-worth to not be with someone oh, that do. is a con artist. So, uh, so, I, when, I so that's why I say, I don't think there's a fault. So if you're with someone that's a con artist, you should value yourself enough mm-hmm. to not be with that person. Once they're aware of it. Once they're aware Once of they're it. Once they're aware of it. Because yeah. everyone, if it's a good con artist, you're not going to be aware of it when you first go into True. it. True. Yeah, it's going to take some time to say, well, damn, this 
this motherfucker is kind of is, is doing some shady stuff. True. And once you're aware of it, what's my self worth, right? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Am I going to make a decision to stay in this, or am I going to make a decision to 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 leave? And so that's a good segue. I'm going to ask you both. So when it comes to self worth, we always coach people to know and understand that self worth. What advice would you give to the sipper who finds themselves in a relationship where they've been cheated on? Man, that boy good. You saw that transition? That was a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> what know, advice would you give? I think that it's really important for people to check in. I, I'm a, a huge advocate for meditation. Me too. Definitely. I don't think that you should necessarily take your friend's advice and take your family's advice mm-hmm. and, you know, what would this celebrity do or whatever the case may be. It's really important that you check in and figure out how you feel about the person. Are you with this person because you want to be in a relationship or is it actually the person? Mm -hmm. And is it worth trying to fix it, you know? And don't care what other people think because Mm. I know I have a a very sassy mom that's like, "Mm -mm, like you you cross me, I'm done. You know, like my mom is very so that way and it doesn't even have to be cheating. Like you can look at my mom wrong and she's like, (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) So, so growing up, I had to figure out my healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. and really, I think communication is the foundation to everything. I agree hundred percent. So if you need to turn off social media, stop watching TV, stop talking to your friends because people will put stuff in your, Mm -hmm. in your ear. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even if you don't listen to it, it's stored in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So really taking time to figure out deep down inside in our core, we know what's right for us. Yeah. So taking that time, to meditate to figure out how you feel before you react and then speaking to your partner but but doing it in an unconditional love way like really hear them like if you could put your pain aside and really ask them why did this happen what caused it what's the and peel layers back sometimes you have to dig a little deeper because what's on the surface is always the fluff but you got to peel some layers back and really get to the root of it. And a lot of people aren't, com- even in even in a two-year relationship, a lot of people aren't comfortable initially saying what the real issue is. Denisha, you be in a relationship. Like- hey, but you know what, though? It takes <laughs> it takes time to to create a space where you feel comfortable enough being completely vulnerable. Yeah. Like, people can be in relationships and still aren't completely 100% vulnerable, right? That, yeah. It takes time to say, all right, this is a person I can trust 100% with my, my deepest worries, my deepest concerns with whatever issues I'm struggling with because you could be with somebody who you've been with for a year and you go to tell them that the reason you don't want to have sex anymore because you impotent or whatever. You can't get it up. And they, she may be like, well, you need to be better figure that shit out mm. because I need it. And though, well, whatever. Now he's going to like, he's going to, he's going to recluse himself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? This ain't working out. You have you know to what create mean? a safe space for your partner to come talk to you exactly. with anything. Exactly. With anything. And when I say a safe space without judgment, without judgment that's so important if you don't have that time to communicate without judgment i feel like that's what leads to cheating you know judgment absolutely absolutely if if you don't have that safe space if you're not building and cultivating that deep bond then there is no reason for him or Mm -hmm. her to not cheat like you have to cultivate that deep connection so they're like you know what this is my freaking like this is my person i would not Think about cheating on them. Like, you want to create that. Absolutely. Go ahead, T. Oh. What, what, no, what advice would you give someone who finds themselves in, um, in a situation where they've been cheated on? Like, 
What was my original question here? So for self worth, like, uh, what advice would you give the sipper who found himself in a, in a relationship where they've been cheated on? Take the time to heal first, okay? Before you make a decision that you may may not be happy with, and I'm just gonna say it because you're you're now damaged, you're now broken. You know when you found your your partner had cheated on you and everything. So a lot of times it's that initial emotion that caused you to react, and sometimes we may react and always respond, as I say mm-hmm. that oftentimes mm-hmm. and things. So take some time to yourself. Look deep within yourself, okay? Actually, before you make the decision for your partner, mm-hmm. make a decision for you now, Yeah. okay? Take the time to heal first. I mean, you can just go ahead and press right now. I don't want to see you be for anything right now. I need some time to me. Yeah. But before you go right back in there saying, well, why did you just remember? Because a lot of times, once they ask that why, every answer you get is another why, mm-hmm. okay? So get past all that part. Take time to you. Reflect, look at yourself. Know your worth, know your value. But I got to say this also, don't overvalue yourself. Mm. And that may come out cold, but a lot of people overvalue themselves. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Please, hmm. you want to touch on this, girl? No, I want you to expand <laughs> on that because I'm like, wait, how how can you overvalue yourself? Because I'm quite sure that a lot of us deal with people who think that they are a doctor, but they're still on a BA level. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm using that for college, right? They think they're on a doctor degree, but they're still on a BA. Sometimes we think too highly of ourselves. We're not to that point where we think we are yet. Hmm. Okay. Just like people, the fake people of finance. You got these guys down here. When I first moved down here, a friend of mine, she called the guys down here the $30,000 millionaires. They're trying to live this level like they are this on this level, but they're really down only this level right here. Hmm. We also do have our own mentality also. We have to know our place, okay? And people may not agree with it, but really think about this. I one time thought I was on a certain level that I wasn't on. Mm-hmm. And when reality really hit me, I had to accept it. I had to come down to my level to reach the level I want to be on. Yeah, hum- hum- humility, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's, it's exactly. important to to value yourself to the extreme. But I agree. To the extreme? It's I important mean, to do it's it? It's important to think yourself on a very high level. Like, in a, to self-empower yourself, mm-hmm. you should say that I am the shit. And can't nobody tell me that now. To your point is you need to also know if you are fluffing yourself up higher right. than what you really are in that relationship. Because the last thing you want to be with someone who thinks they are above you or better than you all the time. Let me explain that also. Don't think that these people or certain people are so bad out here and you think you're above them when you're doing the same damn thing. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put it to you that way. A lot of people, like I said before in the show one time, uh, not me, yes, you. Yeah. Because lots of people say, well, no, not me. No, yes, you. You do the same thing they do. You're thinking you're up here on this level, Mm -hmm. but you're not. You're not above them. You're on the same level they are, doing the same thing they do, just differently and, knew, and your perspective I, I is that's different what you that's why I was trying to get you to get you, get you there okay. well you wasn't that but I understand that, that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, my, so, but she understood me I understand, yeah. I understand yeah. <laughs> so my my advice would be to to your point is to self reflect it's very important mm-hmm. to self reflect and to make decisions for you said make decisions for yourself mm-hmm. but I would just add that you can make decisions for yourself and self reflect but if you find that you're in love with this person you should also get counseling should also Always. go get help. Get an outside voice, outside of, an unbiased opinion about the situation and try to guide you in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're in our feelings. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, we always seen as one thing and your partner fucked up, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, deep down, you still love them. Mm-hmm. You going back, worrying about what other people going to think if I go back, you know what? Just go get some, go, go mm-hmm. to counseling. I'm a huge, huge advocate for couples therapy. Oh, yeah. yeah huge yeah, advocate yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth it because I, I you said something that may, reminded me of a quote. You know what you know. 
You know what you don't know, but you don't know what you don't know. We mm. all have blind spots, yep. and that's where a coach, a therapist will mm -hmm. help you identify your blind spots. Mm -hmm. I got a question for you. Do you have a coach? By you being a coach yourself, do you have a coach? Of course. Every coach should have a coach. Exactly. Period. <laughs> and different kind of coaches also because you're learning so much. I don't just have a life coach. I also have a professional coach as well mm -hmm. who helps me with other things as I build up my profession as well also. So coaching is good for not just for our clients, but also for us to be a client also as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Jay, you need a coach, Jay. I've been trying with you, man. I've been trying. I'm hard headed. Ooh, I'm, I'm going back to learning some more. <laughs> so, Sippers, hoping that's, that's we're going to wrap up the main sip. But if you ever find yourself in a situation or in, in a relationship where you've been cheated on, or you're thinking about cheating, or you cheated on someone, really self reflect. Communicate with your partner. Find a way to figure out a way, either to stay together in a healthy way or to part ways in a healthy way. And uh, at the end of the day, it's about your happiness. It's about mm -hmm. um, their happiness as well. And um, hopefully you heard some advice in, in this main sip today that said, man, I should give you an aha moment. Because mm -hmm. the aha moment can come in many different forms. And maybe this was the episode. All right. All so right. great information. We're going to move on to probably my my most favorite segment of the episode. Well, hold up, hold up. Before we go on, uh, how did you enjoy that part of the um, show today? Because we really enjoyed you having on, have you on here and also your input from it also as well. I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't speak a lot about relationships because I am single, but I, I study so much about the human brain and, and like human, like adult attachment mm -hmm. styles and stuff like that. So like I understand things on a much deeper level, mm -hmm. but I try not to speak about it because people are like, you're not even in a relationship, but there's a reason why. Because but that I've doesn't mean that you don't, you can't give advice because you're well, not you, in a relationship. You know how people, people will be that. like, don't tell me how to raise my kids. You don't have kids, you exactly. know? So, like, hey, so, 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 so my yeah. coaching is never about relationships yeah. at mm -hmm. all, but a lot of friends do come to me for that unbiased opinion mm -hmm, yeah. so i do love speaking about it because i think that relationships are there there's no black and white there's no right or wrong you can create it's it's like a blank canvas mm -hmm. you decide with your partner mm -hmm. how you want to paint that painting exactly. you know i want to so, you, <laughs> you say that you don't give that a lot of advice when well, i but coach a lot on relationships because you're not in one right but you've had relationships right Mm -hmm. that's called experience <laughs> <laughs> no seriously it's and, true because yeah, I, I had a young lady Oh my goodness, I told Jay this. <laughs> it was sweet of her. But she um, asked me, you know, do I date white women? And I would say, yeah. I said, yeah. She said, then how are you going to give your, your clients, black women or black men, advice on relationships when you don't date black women? What? And I looked at her, I was like, the Baltimore me almost came out like, like, like your mama. Okay? <laughs> but I was like, I said, seriously, I said, well, I used to be a lieutenant in the fire department. I'm not in the fire department anymore. Do that mean I can't give advice or counseling or, or, or coaching thing to other people doing management who are in the fire department and stuff? No, it's called experience. Yeah. When you have that experience in those areas, that's what that's what make your lessons even more valuable to help out other people. You yeah. know, so, a, a woman is a woman though. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter her color. Like a woman is still a woman. Like and, just, and I don't of, know. A lot of that's times insane. when you you've experienced these things and you you've learned from those things, when you're not in it, you have a better perspective exactly. of, exactly. of what's happening in relationship because mm -hmm. you're not in it blinded by your own exactly. emotions and feelings. Yeah. So because mm -hmm. you don't so. you're not in that current situation does not mean you can't get advice right so yeah. your advice on here has and been your, your points have been very good so girl, touch you. on those relationships with people you can help a lot of no <laughs> seriously mean, honestly, you can help a lot of people out i'm quite I, sure i am in a situation right now where 
I love my career. I love where I live. I love my friends. I mean, obviously we all have good and bad days and, Mm -hmm. you know, business, I could always use more clients, but I'm in a a space where like, I love who I am Mm -hmm. and my life is so amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to allow someone to come in and cause me drama. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously there's always trials and tribulations of a relationship, but if you are not able to meet me where I am, Mm it's not even worth it for me because I'm like, my, my days are so beautiful. So I want someone that, that is a vibrational match right. to mm-hmm. me. I like that. So mm-hmm. vibrational Good, match where they're, where they, mm-hmm. I'm like so passionate about life. Like you I want someone that, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Yeah. So I just want someone that just has that same passion for life and it understands what I've created and mm-hmm. can just help, you know, like we just, we help each other build even more. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> All right, so we're moving into a segment of the show called That Sounds Familiar, where I play, well, I, not, I don't play anymore. Shay plays five songs that I've chosen for <laughs> Are you DJ. good at music? You like, do you like music? I Nina love Jay? music. I used to sing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Are you good at guessing music? <laughs> so See, I, this is the part where I normally lose to um L, but I'm just being a gentleman to her. That's why I let her win. Uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not being a gentleman to Niaje, huh? That's what you're saying. You're no, not no, being a gentleman. No, 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 no. I'm, making I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm See, here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're gonna play. I'm gonna play. I've chosen five songs. They range from anywhere from uh, 80s, well, 70s to current day. Right? It could be hip hop, R&B, whatever. Okay. You need to guess either the name of the song okay. or the name of the artist. All right. You want to guess it before this gentleman. He wants to guess it before you. He Got called it. me a and gentleman. A, wow. I take that back. Sippers, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you can find this. Uh, this is your first time listening to Altino Shade. You can find this playlist on the um, Altino Shade Spotify playlist. Please go stream these songs, play these songs. Of course, we don't own these songs, but we do want the owners, the creators to get do rights and do do streams for it. All right, so this first song came out in 2019. You probably will not oh, know. You, you probably will not know the the, nah, the, the song, the but song. you will know the artist. Brand new album. Lil Wayne. No. Cigarettes on cigarettes. My mama think I stink. I got burn holes in my hoodies on my home. He's a very, very popular guy. Is he an actor also? I don't think he does any no, acting. Okay. Maybe a little bit. Maybe that's a little bit. Not it's not Gambino. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking, yeah. But they're friends. Close friends. He's from Chicago. I'm not saying the object's like, no. Uh, he, he is an independent artist. He signed with, uh, not really signed with Kanye, but he does a lot of stuff with Kanye, with good music. Uh, I don't know. All right, so this is Chance the Rapper. Okay. I wouldn't have even thought that. Yes, Chance the Rapper. Okay. So this, this is called. You know, you should have had that one. You know, honestly. You're, you're the young one on here, girl. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> How old are you? You really want me to say yes. You don't ask a woman how old she is. A confident woman. Proud of your age. You're proud of it. I'm 34. Oh yeah, you're young. You're young. That's what's up. That's what's up. You guys were supposed to say, "Oh, we thought you were in your 20s." No, I'm gonna say you do look younger. You do. You look Thank youthful you. and younger. But see, that's the jewel you have within. Okay, that's all it is. You look yeah. about 33. I'm playing. I'm joking. So I'm joking. We're trying to replace him on here. Uh, I'm taking everything with me. Fuck that. <laughs> we 
keep it shady. All right, we got, we got the engineer. All right, so uh, so I have one. So this next song came out in 1997. How you got one? Because y'all didn't get it. Man, please, you already knew who it was. <laughs> see, see how he do us on there. I get one so if y'all don't it's, guess it's it. It's just zero zero. I oh, never heard oh, you getting one. 1997. 97. This is your this your age right here. We'll see. We'll see. What's, what's the next song? What's the next song? Janet. Janet, Janet. Oh. Yes. Oh, I said Janet. It's Janet. You were right there, though. You were close. You was. Oh. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> no name of the song, though? Come on. This is gone. So this is called uh, Got Till it's, it's Gone. gone. Uh, Janet Jackson, 1997. Yeah, she had some nice bit. stuff back then. Like we'll call them albums, but you know, people are like, what the hell is an album? You know? Yeah, she had some good albums, some good CDs. Some good eight tracks also. <laughs> how how close was Janet and quality music to Michael? Mm. Oh, quality music, I would say she was there. Entertainment, they both were on different levels, but great levels, but Mike was still like a little bit above her when it comes to entertainment was. Yeah, I think Because I, I loved her music. Some Especially as she music. gone on, man. She had some good stuff. Hmm. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, no, I'm well, not no, saying. I, I think they're both amazing they're performers. Amazing. Yeah. They're just, right. They bring different things to the table. You know, he's super high energy, full choreography. No, she did full she did choreography, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, they were I, both I, right I wouldn't there. even compare them. They're both amazing. Yeah. That yeah. is all. And they're probably <laughs> both amazing. Yeah. All right, so One Zip. One Zip. This next song came out in 2006. Oh, it's a very good song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I know this. Hey. I cannot think who it is. You know? Yeah. Oh, Nobody. I hate this. No, I, I know because it'll yeah, come in a minute. This is not a love song. Is this a group? No, no it's one guy. I know this. Sippers, so you know who it is. They struggling on this one. Oh my goodness. No, I ain't struggling. I just, just right there. I just can't think of his name. What's the name of the song? She was my girl. She used to be my girl. I know. I just can't think All of right. it. All right. Can't think of it. Brian oh McKnight. Oh Brian McKnight. Oh Brian exactly. McKnight. Could not think I of it. Like I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get it together. <laughs> Awesome. I know who it is by this freeze up. I gotta admit, it's like wow. it's right there. The good news for you is that you're still in the game. So he only got one. All right. I, I feel like what you, happened you to Brian? Gotta, you gotta give me something. You gotta give I'm me trying, something. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. All right. If you don't get this one, we have to kick you out. We won't have to kick you out. We don't get this one. This next one came out in 2007. Like we always do with Kanye. There you there go. go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta let me get it. I looked over him like, don't say it before me. Did you know who it was? Yeah, then he texted her the name. She on her phone, Kanye. If you don't know that part of, of the song, no. you don't know that part, but you don't know no, she, Kanye. She was on that Look, one. I was, I was, I was like, excited oh. to say that one. Yeah. Something. That's why I said, you don't get this one. I can't help you. So that's a good life by Kanye. Life, yeah. The Sippers, you gotta love yourself like Kanye loves Kanye. Mm, wow, <laughs> man. That's true. Hey, I watched the, um, I don't know if you ever watched David Letterman's new show. It's called um, My Next Speaker or My Next Guest is something like that. Great show. Mm-hmm. He had an episode with Kanye West on there. It was a great episode. Oh, yeah. Set aside 
the issues that Kanye has had with his bipolarism, that a word? Mm-hmm. And if you just watch it, it's, it's, it's really good. And so check it out. All, All right. right. Next so, song. 1-1. One, one. One 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 one. The tiebreaker. One one. This song came out in nineteen seventy nine. Oh Lord, that was before I was born. Wow. Listen, Michael Jackson. Ah. Yes, Michael. (laughs) I was giving you a second. I waited. (laughs) One second. (laughs) I knew it, but I I started jamming for a second, and then I I I was was like, "Let me hurry up with this one." (laughs) See, I tried to give you a hint because I was talking about it earlier. I know. See. Oh, mm. I miss Michael. Oh, uh, man, who are you telling? I was born in, okay. I was born in 81. Which so. musician do you miss the most? Prince or Michael? My, Michael who? Anybody else? You, who you say? Prince or Michael. Yes. I miss, even I love Michael. I miss Prince. Prince was, Prince was, even, for me, Prince was not, I mean, he was, he's amazing, but I was a bigger Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. God related more to the the dancing and the, right, the yeah, music right. than I did Prince, but Prince, man, amazing artist, yes. probably a genius, musical yes, genius as yes, well. Yes. Um, all right, so it's two one, right? Mm-hmm. So this next one, yeah, Jay, you need this to, to, to stay in it. <laughs> I don't think TJ is gonna get it, though. We'll see. It came out in nineteen ninety four. Okay. Your Mona Lisa, could I get a date on Damn, he got it. <laughs> Come on, man. You know I'm on my game, man. <laughs> you bring these this rap guests up in here. You brought me on this show to beat my ass <laughs> in this game. <laughs> well, you said you were single, but uh, <laughs> Nah, that's been fine. Uh-uh. Oh, man. You gotta understand. I normally have L on here, and be, see, you do it well. We both be quiet until we think who it might be. And I'll be like, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. She's been naming everything that's throwing me off right there. But uh uh-uh. uh, thanks for the competition you gave me today. Yes, this is Food Day. 1994. It's called Nappy Heads. Nappy Heads. Sippers, hopefully you defeated TJ. Hopefully you you did better than Niaje. I'm playing. She did good. She man. did good. Mm-mm. Last oh, week Marlon man. did bad. Like you did better than Marlon. Oh, shout, out Marlin. shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Marlon in DC right now. All right. So great job. All right. All right. It is now time for <laughs> Toast to Wisdom. Oh, yeah, Sippers. It's that time of the episode where Mr. TJ Jones will give you some wisdom, some love, some higher frequency information. Listen carefully to what he has to say. (laughs) Um, First, I want to say I've been enjoying the show. Jay knows that I love to have conversations, especially with coaches, and just getting the input of, of knowledge and is, uh, just learning from each other is always a beautiful thing to me. It's something that I really, really desire, crave, and just taking so much whenever I get a chance to do it. But today I want to share with you people, share with our followers. You people. I'm sorry, our followers, about keeping your life simple with simple things. And that's, sometimes that's all you need. I had two friends of mine this week, not clients, see a friend of mine called me because they were going through some difficult times in their life. And I just gave them some simple suggestions on things to do on a daily basis that really help them out. And actually, uh, both of them meet up this morning with text uh, thanking me for that because it helped them out throughout the week. The first one, I'm gonna start off with sunlight. You're down here in Florida, there's a lot of sun down here. Sun is good for you. 
when you when you have when you live in a city that has rain and kind of dreary weather, it will bog you down a bit. But when you have that sunlight, it gives you energy. Two, rest. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't get enough rest throughout the day, throughout mm-hmm. our week. We're so busy with things that we don't know how to simplify our life and start giving ourselves rest. Rest is very so very important. I mean, naps are good as well. But learn to give yourself enough time at night to sleep, to wake up that morning, revitalize with more energy. Third, exercise. Mm-hmm. Again, a simple thing. If you work inside of a building that has stay away, every hour and a half, every two hours, get up and walk up and down those steps. Get that 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 get that blood flowing through you again. The exercise is good for you and your, for your body also. And if you Endorphins. don't have steps, exactly. Walk outside, do something for a quick five minutes and drink water as you do it. Not soda, not juice, not coffee. Rehydrate. Four, diet. Learning how to eat better. I'm not saying they're saying be a nutritionist and learn, eat everything that's that they say that's good for you, but eat better than what you're eating right now. A lot of time, our eating habits causes, of course, obesity and weight gain, but also it does a, it does a lot to us mentally as well. Okay, so start eating better. Have a better diet. Five, as you mentioned earlier, Najee, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mentioned earlier, you have to have that. Build up on your self-confidence. I suggest to everyone out there who is listening, talk to a coach. They will help you build your self-confidence in yourself. Not cockiness to be over, you know, to overlook yourself, everything, but confidence enough to know what you can, can't do, will do, and you're going to do. And the last one I want to end off with, family and friends. Mm-hmm. It's good for the soul. Absolutely. Receiving that love, receiving uh, just, it just, it's like sunshine. It really, really is. You take it all in and it empowers you and it makes you feel better. So again, in life, keep your life simple with simple things. Sunlight, rest, exercise, diet, self-confidence, family and friends. I love all of you. Thank you. Mm. All right. That's some good toast to wisdom for this week's episode. Hopefully y'all sippers can take that information and apply it to your life because that's what it's all about. All right. It's time for what's your ish. What's your ish? What's your ish? Tell her what so your, what's ish, your ish, is. ish is. Basically, anything that you are really enjoying this week, it could be your Bellini, it could be a liquor, it can be a <laughs> book, it can be a movie, it can be TV, it can be anything that you are really enjoying that the sippers might want to go check out or, or pick up. You know, I, I, I love giving value. So Brene Brown is a coach mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. has a really amazing Netflix special and she talks about vulnerability. So because we're talking about cheating, I felt mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. is something that would help someone that may be in a situation where they want to, you know, something to add value. So it's a really, really amazing episode. So instead of like binging on Netflix with something that is just killing your brain cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is something that's going to actually add value to your life. So Brene Brown, the, I, I'm not sure the name of it. It may just be like the Brene Brown special on Netflix. Yeah. But if you just type in Brene it'll Brown, it'll pop up. Yeah, yeah okay. she's a really phenomenal coach that did a TED Talk about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. It's phenomenal. It's a good one. It's good. I saw it. It's a really yeah. good the young girl? No, no, she's not oh, young. She's she's older. A, I watched a young girl the other day doing a TED Talk, and she was pretty good. I'm sorry. but yeah that that i i'm like completely geeking out on brene brown's material right now yeah i'm I'm a big fan of her i actually saw that ted talk it was it's probably about 10 minutes yeah the the ted talk isn't 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 that long but the the netflix special i really like that that. i'll have to check that one out yeah watch that 
It's okay. really good. I watched it twice, like back to back, because well, not the same day, but like two yeah. days apart, because it was that good. Inspirational, motivational. Mm-hmm. What's up, T? What's your issue? Mine's, I spoke about it before, and I got, I got, I actually, I got off track. I stopped doing it, but I'm starting to do it back, doing it again, and I still love it. Uh, I like going on YouTube in the morning to get my day started and just watching a good 10, 15 minute clip of motivational speaking. Mm. And I, I love that. It's something inspired because it gets my day started. And I had stopped doing that for a while because in my mind, I'm too busy, which I really wasn't. Mm. I now take the time to do it even every day like I normally would do. And it helps out my day. And I suggest everybody out there also, as she mentioned, listen to Brene Brown. He said she got a 10-minute clip also on the TED Talk. Listen to these little short talks because they really can empower you and you can embrace the knowledge you get. Evan Carmichael. Huh? Evan Carmichael. Evan, Evan, yeah, I like him also. Evan Carmichael is another good person also on there. What you got uh, for, Jay? So What's my your ish? this week is, so obviously I love music. I am a music head. That's why I do that. Sounds familiar. Music is something, if I, it inspires me. It's like my muse. Mm-hmm. And so for the last couple of weeks, I've been really been on this thing called Lo-Fi chill oh, hip-hop yeah. <laughs> and so it's like the best music ever it's just like really chill nice very beat. little very little words mm-hmm. it's just a good beat yeah. continuous i've done so much meditating to it i've done so much writing to it mm-hmm. um i'm one of those people that i need i don't really need music to write but i do some of my best writing mm-hmm. when i have certain music and so um you can find this on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel yeah. that you can listen to it on. I listen to it on Spotify. Spot. YouTube. Yeah, just YouTube. Yeah, YouTube mm-hmm. and Spotify. I go, I go back and forth. But if you put in lo-fi chill hip-hop or chill hip-hop lounge. Chill can, hop. Chill hop. Chill hop. Chill, chill, chill hop. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. chill hop. And so it um, it's just a really good playlist. Yeah. And it, uh, you can just let it, let it ride out. And yep. it will, you can listen to it in your car, at the yeah. beach, yep. first thing in the morning. Whatever you need. Whatever it puts me in a good place yeah, personally, yeah, yeah. personally, and so I don't know who created that genre, but it's a dope, it's a dope genre. Mm. So Have you ever age. listened to Binaural Beats? Binaural Beats, I don't think Bin- so. But I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. Barrett. But no, by bi- binaural, binaural beats. Okay, so I I write. When you said you write to it, but it's a certain frequency that's supposed uh, to expand your consciousness, open different. Mm. Binaural. Yes. Binaural. What is it, Mister? Okay. Huh. Binaural. Binaural. Yeah, it sounds good. We're going to yeah. go with that. So on YouTube as mm. well, but it, it's supposed to expand your level of consciousness. And so it I'm helps with creativity. That. Okay. I'm going to check that out then. Cause I'm yeah. all about, I'm a creative and mm-hmm. I love creating things, but sometimes you do need to expand your consciousness yeah. to get there. And so that's why I love meditating too. You mm-hmm. mentioned meditating earlier. So anyway, that's my ish. And, um, I think that's all we got. You got a final sip? No, nah, man. You, you always do the final sip. I don't have sip, a final man. sip this week. You know, yeah. I, I decided not to do a final sip because we, we had an amazing guest on, so I didn't want to fill the time up. You want to let her do a final sip? Tell her what the final sip is. So really, the final sip is just basically um, something to leave the episode um, on a, a quote. Uh, it could be information. It could be something that's going on in, in the news. Right. That we can just say, hey, this is the final sip. I, I just want to bring up. But I don't have one. You want to leave one for us? Sure. Good. Right. <laughs> we like okay. the final sip. One of my favorite quotes is you can't pour from an empty cup Mm, and mm. it fits this podcast so perfectly. You can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to take care of you first. The more your cup is overflowing, Mm -hmm. the more you have to give everyone around you. So make sure you fill your cup first. Like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Sippers, uh, our queen sipper, Miss L, will be back shortly. L, we do Mm -hmm. miss you. Yes, we do. Um, Hopefully we'll have you here next week. Sippers, please 
listen to this episode. Go share it so we can get word out about Niaje. Mm-hmm. All right. I have anything else? You have anything else? No, we, uh, let, let us know. Also, know when you're doing your event. Yeah. We're looking forward to that. We will share it on here. We'll try to also come to support you also as well. As Jay mentioned, we're big on supporting our listeners as well as our uh, our guests we have on the show. So, listeners, also, whenever you're doing events, please share them with us. Uh, Jay, give them our um our uh, the way they can contact us. Oh Lord, That's he does better. Only L, so you, you can Just, reach out to us on our Altino Shade. Podcast, Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. Um, our Instagram is Altino Shade. We have a Facebook group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. It's, it's an open public group. Anyone can join that. We try to have conversations in there. Um, it's a good way to get a listener shout out. Mm-hmm. But just follow us, share us, listen to us. And um, as always, we can't get even bigger without the support of you guys. And yes. so you, are, you have been so supporting us for a year and a half. So we appreciate you. Keep doing it. And that's all I have. All right. Till next week. Hello. 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 Uh.